everybody, this is Essie Daniel, an executive program leader with the Maxwell Leadership. And you're listening to the Leaders Connect series podcast, the show that helps leaders transform their entire leadership approach through leadership trainings, executive coaching, and disc personality indicator reports. Today, we are going to discuss the topic on leadership and influence. My mentor, John Maxwell, says that leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. What is leadership to you? How can you define leadership? Welcome to the Leadership and Influence podcast discussion today. They say that leaders are born, not made. While it is true that some people are born leaders, some leaders are born in the midst of adversity. And my mentor, John Maxwell, likes to, 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 to say in a funnier way that, of course, every leader is born. Uh, <laughs> and I always find that statement very funny. But it is true. There are leaders that are born and there are those that are made. While it is true that some leaders are born, some leaders are born in the midst of adversity. And often, simple people who have never had a leadership role will stand up and take the lead when a situation they care about requires as a leader or someone to step up. A simple example is uh, parenting. When a child arrives, many parents discover leadership abilities they've never known existed in them in order to guide and protect their children, right? There are countless wars, um, uh, war stories um, who rose to the challenge, to a challenge on their own in the heat of a battle. Clearly, leadership potential exists within each one of us and that potential can be triggered by outside events or it can be learned by exploring ourselves from within and today's podcast takes the latter approach once you learn the technique of true leadership you'll be able to build the confidence it takes to take the lead. The more experience you have acting as a genuine leader, the easier it will be for you. It is never easy to take the lead as you will need to make decisions and face challenges, but it can become natural and rewarding. So leadership is not telling others what to do. Leadership is inspiring others to do what needs to be done. In other words, as my mentor and friend John Maxwell says, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. In other words, leadership is influencing others to do what needs to be done. Many people around the world who are in leadership positions Sadly, they are not leaders. And as my mentor says, uh, John Maxwell says, his leadership sad. I want to repeat the same words. I am leadership sad. Because leadership 
has been misused and leaders have taken the role of wanting to be on a pedestal instead of getting their boots their work boots on and leading by example by doing the necessary work you see dictators call themselves leaders even though they are not they are tyrants there have been many presidents in the world and many leaders in the world but few are real genuine leaders genuine leaders take a stand and motivate others to join in a noble purpose they don't force people to do anything they don't lead from the lowest position of leadership or rather the lowest level of leadership which is the position of leader people follow you because you're the leader and because you say it so not because they are willing to do it a genuine and true leader will take the stand and convince if need be but they stand and motivate others to join them in the noble or in a noble purpose so um let me share one example of a leader that i love i admire abraham lincoln who ended slavery in the united states how about someone like john f kennedy who inspired a nation to go to the moon within a decade and he did amazing and incredible leaders how about general patton he had a completely he um he had a, co- a completely but a completely different but more or less effective leadership style what is it that makes a leader what sets you apart what separates the good from the great and the bad leaders see today's podcast we will explore the different leadership theories and examine what makes a great leader so influence is subtle yet incredibly powerful you can order someone to do a task but you cannot order them to do their best i'll let that sink in you can order someone to do a task but you cannot order them to do their best remember we i briefly mentioned about a leader who leads from a position a positional leader that is the lowest level of leadership and i've done a podcast on the levels of leadership um i believe it was in 202019 october 2019 if you can go back you you will you can learn more about the five levels of leadership and the lowest level being a positional leader so it is it, it simply does not work you cannot order people to do their best but you can order them to do what needs to be done and usually what happens is that it has the opposite effect you can influence people to do their best by providing a strong motivating example in addition to reinforcement 
So leadership addresses tasks while influences or influence addresses attitudes and awareness. Influence, my friend, is the soul of leadership. And that is why my mentorship, uh, uh, my mentor, John Maxwell, says that leadership is nothing more but influence. Leadership is influence. And so, as long as there have been leaders, there have been those who try to determine how and why they were successful. And leadership itself has not evolved, but our understanding of it has. And so, it is important, dear listener, to understand why very different leadership styles can be effective and why the and why the same leadership techniques will not work in every situation you cannot use the same technique and the same style on everyone in every group because we are different we are wired different and each situation is unique and so not uh, the same leadership technique will not work in every situation. And which leadership style fits your personality best? It's, it's very crucial that you figure that out. That is a good starting point. So everyone has leadership potential in them. But understanding these concepts will help you, your leadership ability. So... Hang in there, hang in there. You know, simply saying that uh, um, leadership is defined as the ability to lead, unfortunately, is not very helpful. A better definition comes from um, Binet Online Dictionary, Business Dictionary, that the capacity to establish direction, to influence and align others towards a common goal, motivating and committing them to action and making them responsible for their performance. That is the definition of leadership according to Binet Online Business Dictionary. Although this is more descriptive, it is not substantial. It does not tell us what leadership actually is, but rather what it does, right? And that's why, again, I'll keep on referring to what my mentor says. It's not about the results or the products of what leadership does. Leadership is influence. If we learn how to communicate with people, speak their language, find out where they are, what they need, ask curious questions, and make that your starting point, then that is the beginning of your influence with that person. Anyway, let's talk about the characteristics of a leader. The mark of a true leader is not a position or a title that they hold, but it is how many people are willing to follow them. According to Santa Clara University, 
and the Tom Peters group online the following leadership characteristics were noted one a good leader ought to be honest competent forward-looking inspiring intelligent fair-minded broad-minded courageous straightforward and imaginative and how about some leadership principles the United States Army offers 11 leadership principles. Oh, you got to love this one, friend. Hang in there. 11 leadership principles. One, be tactically and technically proficient. Know yourself and seek self-improvement. That's personal growth. Know your soldiers and look out for their welfare. That's influence right there, right? Keep your soldiers informed. Set the example. Ensure the task is understood, supervised, and accomplished. Train your soldiers as a team. Make sound and timely decisions. Develop a sense of responsibility in your subordinates. How about employing your unit in accordance with its capabilities? And finally, seek responsibility and take responsibility for your actions. You will notice that none of those things I've mentioned actually tells us how to lead in a practical manner, right? They don't address what to do or say in any given situation. And this is because there is no real formula to being a true leader. Leadership must come from within. It is based on your personality. In this training, my friend, you will learn how to develop your innate leadership abilities and build the confidence required in being a true leader. So let's look at a brief history of leadership and then this is going to be part one of our training today so that the podcasts are not so long and then we'll create more after this. So a brief history of leadership and we're going to look at historical leaders. So throughout the centuries, there have been leaders. We are social animals who bond together, but we look for order against the chaos of life. We look to be organized to accomplish tasks as a society that we cannot perform individually. And as a result, someone inevitably ends up in charge. In charge. That's just how it is, right? Think about it. If you look at even your church or even at work, there's always one person who steps, regardless of whether it's uh, who steps up, uh, regardless of whether it's temporary or permanent, right? So, leaders in the past have generally belonged to one of the three categories: one, political; two, military; or three, religious. Let's look at political. 
Around 1970 BC, Babylonian ruler Hammurabi created the codified laws which unified his empire in what was seen as a fair order as all people were subject to the same rules. And that is political. All right, let's look at military. And I love this general. I love, love, love this general. <laughs> I've read a book, uh, several of his books, and he's amazing. So Sun Tzu was a military general in China from 500 BC. And he wrote The Art of War. My friend, let me, let me pause right there. If you haven't read the book The Art of War <laughs> or listened to it on YouTube, well, I want to encourage you to to, to get started, create some time and just listen to it or just get the book. It's called The Art of War by Sun Tzu, a military general in China. All right, let's go back. So he wrote The Art of War. And although he was a great military leader, his book is actually about how to use armies except as a last result. So you focus more on wise political policies and strategies to prevent war and to be honest my dear listener this book helped shape how i see leadership and how i conduct myself i haven't completed the book i still have uh, maybe a couple chapters left but it's been such life transforming for me and those that are around me starting with my family talk about the last one which is religious it may be said that religious leaders have had the greatest impact on their societies with results that last for century right uh, but let's talk about modern leaders with the rise of the industrial revolution a new kind of leader has emerged economic the so-called captains of industries found they could build an empire based on modern technology instead of swords. Old barons, oil barons, railway, road magnates, the factory owners built large fortunes with the benefit of armies. It was often at the expense of the people they employed. These right here gave rise to union leaders and various movements designed to promote justice where abuses were perceived to exist. You see, the industrial evolution also increased in the, in the number of scientific leaders as scientists now had easy access to a wide range of new materials for their work. Psychiatry and psychology came into prominence with studies on the workspace or workplace in regard to improving productivity and the effect on the workforce. Studies have shown that consistently workers are more productive when they are in a positive work environment. And we can all attest to that. If you are in a positive work environment, you are more productive. You wake up in the morning looking forward to go to work. 
the attitude and influence of the boss is such a major factor in this productivity. Yeah? And if employees feel they are listened to, respected and treated fairly, they are happier in their work and perform better than those who feel they are disrespected and unappreciated. You see, my friend, when someone feels appreciated, they do more. They go above and beyond. And that is why it is so crucial for any leader or all of us actually, not just for leaders, to appreciate one another. Catch someone doing good, whether you're a parent or a leader, and recognize what they are doing on the spot. Because people who feel appreciated, respected, are happier in their work and they perform better. They do more compared to those that are that that feel disrespected and unappreciated. And you know the thing with the feeling that is personal. You cannot change how someone else feels. You cannot even argue with that. And so your aim as a leader is to have everyone feel loved, appreciated, and supported. So I have a question for you and then we will conclude there. What kind of work environment would you prefer? What kind of a work environment would you prefer? I bet your answer would be as mine. Where you are appreciated, where you feel respected, you treated fairly, and you feel listened to, right? All right. So uh, briefly, we're going to talk about the three categories of leadership, and then we will pause there. So the three theories, not categories. I got that mixed up. The three theories of leadership. The great man theory was abandoned in favor of the theories of behavioral science. It is easy to be inspired by stories of great men and women who did great and incredible things in their lives. Let's look at someone like Alexander the Great. He conquered the known world. Genghis Khan then ravaged most of it. Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves. Harriet Tubman saved hundreds from slavery in the Underground Railroad. Mother Teresa, my favorite, aided and comforted thousands in Calcutta who were abandoned by the society. Theory goes that people did great things because they were simply great people determined by faith and fulfilling their destiny. All right, let's talk about the trait theory. It has often been said, great leaders are born and not made. The trait theory takes this saying literally. 
if you have the ability to lead you are born with it with no way of learning those skills this theory expands on the great man theory by defining what makes great lead uh, great leaders great today in our podcast we recognize that true leadership comes seems to come from a combination of both theories and more and as we have seen there are wide varieties of leadership qualities everyone has some some ability in at least one or more of these areas and what this means my friend is that under the right circumstances anyone can rise to a leadership role and be successful based on the leadership style that best matches their personality if they know how to use that ability to properly address the situation at hand so other leadership skills can indeed be learned developed and mastered along the way and these last one this last theory of leadership is the most important to me It's the transformational leadership in 1978 James McGregor Burns introduced the idea of transformational leadership as he researched political leaders Burns theorized that transformational leadership is actually a process where leaders interact with their followers and inspire each other to advance together these characteristics and behaviors demonstrated the difference between management and leadership you see leadership is not management we manage Uh, systems but we interact and we lead people people and organizations are transformed due to leadership styles and the abilities of the leader who is one able to convey a vision and to guide their transformation bernard or should i say bernard bernard embass in 1985 added to burns transformational leadership theory by shifting the focus to the followers it is not the individual traits and vision of the leader that matters as as it is the ability to influence the feelings take note of this feelings attitudes and commitment of their followers it's not about the vision of the leader and the individual traits of the leader that matter it is their ability to influence the feelings the attitudes and commitment of their followers so if people feel they can trust a leader or even better they can ad- they admire a leader who can st- stimulate a sense of royalty and respect they will go beyond what was originally expected of them and do so happily so as a result 
productivity and unity will increase. Why? Because the followers are transformed by a characteristic motivational leader. So through all of the studies, we have seen that there are a variety of attributes and abilities associated with leadership. And these vary from one leader to another. And so, my friend, I want you to remember this. Leadership is simple. It is all about your followers. They've got to love you. They've got to trust you. They've got to feel listened to. They've got to feel valued. The followers are transformed by a charismatic, motivational leader. And that leader is you. So make it about them. Some leaders are great orators. Others are great writers, right? Some leaders are very quiet. But the force of their logic or passion, it takes the day. And the difference between a good leader and a great leader is partly the number of leadership skills they have developed. The other part is the ability to apply those skills properly to those who would follow. And we will address this in the next podcast. So thank you once again for being with me and staying on to this very moment. This is a topic that is very deep, very much needed because leadership, the way leadership is defined today in many companies and organizations, it is not what it is because leadership is about influencing your followers and then partnering with you to hit a target but it has to begin with you as a leader thank you thank you thank you for staying with me i appreciate you and please join me for part two of this podcast on leadership and influence again remember leadership is nothing more or nothing less but influence sc daniel here until next time on the next podcast it's a bye-bye for now